Welcome to Your Pathways to Wealth, where Charlie Massimo and Peter Anastasian are on a mission to bring clarity to the world of finances. Together, they bring a wealth of knowledge to help you uncover a way to simplify your financial life. Join Charlie and Peter and their guest experts as they venture to help you preserve what you've built and enjoy what you've earned. Now, let's talk wealth. The last few years have reinforced the fact that the stock market can go up and it can go down quickly very quickly. Are you prepared to deal with the sudden twists and turns and a possible decline of, oh, as much as 50%? Your host, Charlie Massimo and Peter Anastasian do their best to prep clients for that and other scenarios. I'm Patrice Sikora. Charlie, I have to believe you and Peter have done a lot of handholding since COVID hit. We have, and we continue. And I think as investors, we always need to do some hand-holding because when you think about it in what seems an almost secularly shell-shocked world, rife with all sorts of intensifying geo geopolitical issues, it, we find it's incumbent on what we call ourselves behavior investment counselor to make absolutely sure that our clients are psychologically prepared to experience an equity market decline anywhere in the neighborhood of 50%. And I truly think it's that's one of our greatest challenges, but one of our greatest tasks. And the bottom line is, how do you do that? 50, you know, even the thought of a, a possible, possible drop that big, my stomach gets tight. If you're 50 years old or any investors around 50 years old or more, we've experienced that three times in our life. 1973, the market was down 48%. 2000 to 2002, the market was down 49% again. In 2007, we were down 57%. So it COVID, doesn't mean I want it again. No, nobody wants it again. <laughs> nobody wants it again. And Peter and I have kind of put this four-step process, which we'll talk about approach on how we help not only prepare clients for this, but get them through it. Peter? I would say one of the biggest things is recognizing that it's not abnormal. I think the biggest issue one faces is saying, well, I've never experienced a 50% market decline. This is not normal. Uh, this shouldn't be. But the reality is, as Charlie had mentioned, this is somewhat of a common occurrence within a long-term bull market. And so recognizing that a decline such as that is not abnormal, but rather should be expected. That's a big expectation, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got a four-step program, Charlie. Tell me about it. Uh, yeah, And before we get into that, what, you mm -hmm. know, really why it's why it's so important, Patrice, that even though we've lived through these episodes where the market's been halved three times over the last 50 years, despite that, the S&Ps returned on average about 10%, but so few investors get anywhere near 10% because they just, again, they're not prepared Mm -hmm. when declines happen. And again, it's only human nature. I mean, think about it. 24-7, we're exposed to catastrophic financial journalism. And and, and we, play, we pay close attention to the utterly random stock market, as people want to call it. And many experience these stock market declines as losses instead of temporary setbacks in the long upward march of shareholder capitalism. And again, that's why we, we've spent so much time in this four-step approach. And I'll start it and, and then Peter chime in here. But our first one is, again, as I said, we have to prepare our clients in advance for the fleeting and always illusionary disappearance of perhaps as much 
as half of their stock portfolios could be lost at any one time. And we talk about these, what we call these lifeboat drills, but you can't do a lifeboat drill after the Titanic has hit the, uh, the iceberg. You, you, you have to start well in advance. So we do that constantly and frequently. And we deliver these planned program regular injections of reinforcement. And this is what we call a vitamin C principle based on the analogy <laughs> that the body cannot store vitamin C. Similarly, we believe that the mind cannot retain our investing principles of faith, patience, and discipline that tragically flawed human nature inflamed by financial journalism must, over time, defeat the investor's belief that rationally managed mainstream equities are the ultimate real net of inflation safety. Wow. Yeah. And this is, this is, this is kind of heavy stuff, but again, at the end of the day this is what we need to do. And then the third one, we have to remind our companies, people want to call it the stock market, but you're not investing in the stock market. What you're really investing in is some of the most iconic companies in America, Apple, Microsoft, Walmart, Berkshire Hathaway, the list goes on and on. And when, he, when these companies lose anywhere from 20 to 50% of their value during a bear market, do people stop using these iconic companies? Mm -mm. Absolutely not. They all bounce back. And that should provide comfort in realizing and understanding you're investing in companies, great companies with great management that always find ways to overcome challenges and also what that should provide is comfort knowing that when markets come down it is a tremendous opportunity to invest at these great companies at a lower value and then fourth all successful long-term investors are continuously acting on a plan and all failed investors i've ever encountered up close were continually reacting to current events so we've talked about this in earlier episodes peter and i are sticklers in creating plans, and we keep bringing pa our patient, our clients, back to these plans, and we firmly believe that following these four steps helps our clients overcome whatever type of bear market we may encounter, even a fifty percent decline. Peter, thoughts? There's a saying: uh, preparation is separation, and what I mean by that is the more you're prepared for these types of events, the more you feel confident versus those that are around you who their emotions are just all over the place because they don't know what is happening. You know, when you go into a storm prepared, there's a different level of confidence there. And so from our perspective, it's important for all of our clients to have that feeling and saying, okay, I recognize that plan A is my short-term cash needs are here and they're available. Plan B is I have a bucket that's more geared for long-term investing. And so by doing so, uh, we feel that uh, most of our clients have a large degree of confidence in their financial plans. And, and Peter, that's a great point that you bring up. People say, well, I'm, I'm too old to withstand a 50% decline, 20% decline, whatever a bear market brings. Well, if you're at a stage of life where you're quote unquote too old, well, then your portfolio should reflect that. And to Peter's point, having a bucket where, and we always do this with our clients, having one to two years worth of income out of the market, so that if these, when these declines occur, I didn't say if, I said when, because they will mm -hmm. occur, we just don't know when, you're prepared and your income is not impacted. 
And let's face it, you know, the average bear market lasts a year and a half at the long end. So if we have two years worth of income out of the market, you're going to be able to withstand any bear market without having to touch or at, without having to worry that your income will be impacted during that bear market time. How do you deal with the psychology, though? You get your, your clients see declines. They see losses. They don't see, they may not see temporary. <laughs> well, temporary, it, 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 is, it is true. They don't, they don't recognize what temporary is versus permanent. And first, we have to remind them to the point, temporary is just what it says. It's only <laughs> temporary. And the only way it becomes permanent is when you make it. So you have the choice. And then, and then I think what we have to do is remind them. And I think we have to continually provide them a history. And even as the world endured these three episodes of multiple crisis, you know, where companies lost half their value, the S&P still went up 35 time and its times and its cash dividend rose 21 times far outstripping inflation or any other thing that we worry about today. And during that time, again, the average annual income was 10.2%. Mm. That means you double your money every about you know, seven or eight years or so, but so few people get that. So again, we have to constantly remind them, constantly remind them why we're investing, provide them with history, and, and most importantly, bring them back to the plan and let them know this is not impacted our plan in any way. And the only way your plan will be impacted is if you, if you choose to impact the plan. So you have the power. And, and to Charlie's point, I, I think that is one of the major pieces here. It's has your plan been derailed? Well, because the market has dropped, right? 30%, 50%. Does that mean that my future is in jeopardy? Or do we have a plan in place, as we mentioned, where we have our short-term cash needs? We have a, a portfolio that's invested and balanced amongst fixed income and equities that at certain points you can harvest and take pieces from that portfolio in the need of short-term or long-term income requirements. So there are multiple layers, not just one two, three, four different areas that we're able to pull from at any given point in time during all market cycles. And when clients understand that, they take away that feeling of confidence, as we mentioned, knowing that, listen, I get it, 30%, 50%. I don't want to go through that. Well, I'm 50, not so much. When I'm 70, not really. And when I'm 80, absolutely not. But when they understand it, it's just a different mindset. Talk to me about the mindset when the market is going up. Right now, we've been pretty negative here. You know, the market's down. How do you deal with it? Keep your, your emotions in check. But you hear the same thing only on the positive side when, when the market's way up and people get maybe a little too enthusiastic. Not only do you get too enthusiastic, they go so outside their risk tolerance, whether it's Bitcoin um, you know, Google, right, right. any of those stocks that are high flyers. In, you know, in 2001, companies like Netflix, uh, NVIDIA, and I could name more, mm -hmm. lost three to five years worth of their growth in one year, in one year. Now, who can afford or why would you want to do that? So uh, to your point, Patrice, that's why we have to temper excitement 
as well as we have to coach through fear. Because either way, making critical mistakes on either side of that will drastically impact the remainder of your financial lives. Yeah, and, and emotions are, are like a pendulum, right? They sway one way to the other. And Patrice, as you mentioned, as the markets go up, and as Charlie had reinstated, that you feel a lot more confident in taking these added risks that you normally would not. And a lot of time, it's all about the fear of missing out or mm -hmm. you know, I'm at a party and I don't really, I'm not talking about my diversified portfolio. I need to you know, pick a real winner here. So once clients understand when you start to stray from the plan that we've put in place, then somewhat all bets are off, right? And the more you deviate from that, then the more you're jeopardizing your long-term plan. And so our duty for our clients and all of our clients is to keep them within that lane. Of course, we want to have a little entertainment here and there, <laughs> but to what degree, right? right. We, we, we've always said that you're your life should be exciting and you're investing boring. If it's the ever the <laughs> other way around, that's when you got to be concerned. But but also I think the other part of this is this is where, and we've talked about it again, this is where experience comes into play. You know, just think about it. if you're in an airplane, you have significant turbulence. Do you want the guy that's up there the first time, you know, riding through this turbulence? Or do you want someone that's been there for 20 or 30 years and pretty much knows how this is going to, mm -hmm. this is going to pan out. We just got to get through this turbulence and it's going to be okay. Sometimes clients think we say this just to say this, because we don't know what else to say, just stay the course, but we say it because we've lived through it for decades, not years, but for decades. And inevitably, inevitably the clients that get out on the downturn, come back and say, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done that because one, they don't know when to get back in. And, and, and secondly, even if they do, they're still fearful that they're getting back in at the wrong time. So experience is so important as you go through this. And, and I really truly believe that because when you work with an investment fiduciary, I think this is another real big difference. When you work with an investment fiduciary, the only thing we truly care about is our client. One, because that's the only way we're paid by making sure they do well. But secondly, it's almost like we've taken an oath to do what's in the best interest of the client. You may say, well, don't, doesn't everyone do that? Not true. When I was at Merrill Lynch living through the dot-com, I'm sorry, Smith Barney at the time, living through the dot-com bubble, not once did someone come on and say, protect your client's assets. They would come on and say, you know what? Just reinforce why we love this stock, love this stock, love this stock, as it kept going down, kept going down, kept going down, because that's the only way they made money was through their investment banking fees. And it's a huge difference when you work with a fiduciary versus a non-fiduciary. That's fantastic stuff, gentlemen. Uh, we've covered a lot, but is there something we missed that you want to make sure we do? Just, I need to... I really need to emphasize this is probably the most important task for any wealth manager is to prepare their client for what is eventually going to come. I'm not saying a 50% drop is going to come and certainly mm -hmm. hope it never does, right? But certainly a 20% drop is going to come. Maybe even a 30% drop is, is going to come in, but we don't know when. And saving the investor from himself or herself is truly why I believe we were <laughs> we were sent into this world. And I don't say that loosely. I, I, I truly believe we have a job here and the job is to keep people calm 
um, and looking past what's currently happening today. Fantastic. Gentlemen, how can listeners reach you? As always, they could reach us at 631-777-1030. And listener, follow, subscribe to this podcast to get the latest episode. Of course, share with others, temper your enthusiasm both ways, up and down. And thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to your Pathways to Wealth podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at Wealth Enhancement Group or give us a call at 1-800-492-1222. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the Wealth Enhancement Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.